Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Dead Letter, Chapter 26, Part 2. In a rare demonstration of self-awareness, Firebird returned to the concept of power. This era was the birth of the English global empire, which sadly included my homeland. The English Pale was the part of Ireland that was directly under the control of the English government during Tudor times. It was an area along the east coast centered on my birth city of Dublin. The word pale derives ultimately from the Latin word palus, meaning stake, specifically a stake used to support a fence. From this came the figurative meaning of boundary and eventually the phrase beyond the pale as something outside the boundary. Julia was mildly surprised to hear Firebird include a reference to her origins, having not done so before. Wade had physically and mentally moved on. He now stood directly under the largest portrait painting behind where the high table was usually placed. Tell me about this one. The redhead joined Wade and obliged. That portrait is the only one here that is actually hanging where it should. It belongs to the college, and it occupies its permanent location. You mean all the other paintings in here belong somewhere else? Julia asked. Yes, Firebird replied. This is a one-of-a-kind exhibition. Julia reflected momentarily on the extraordinary work done by the curator of this show to assemble such masterpieces. For example, Firebird paused, waiting for all eyes to return to her. This is a portrait of the queen that hangs in the dean's residence at Westminster's Abbey. It is dated 1595. The face of the queen was later overpainted to make her look more youthful. Youth was an obsession for Elizabeth and her public image. That is why, in her later portraits, she had the face of eternal youth without emotion. Clothing was also very important. It was meant to send a message. The brainy beauty now fixed her blue eyes on another painting. Here was an autocratic queen that knew how to dress the part. Elizabeth always took special care to physically assume the role of an unassailable monarch. When she had become queen, the plain princess of the blood had assumed the necessary carapace of glittering fabric and priceless jewels, transforming herself into the glamorous superhuman vision of royalty, the trappings of Gloriana the Queen. See how her obvious air of supremacy transmuted her into something semi-divine. Look at the detail in her clothing. It's truly amazing. Notice her beautiful auburn hair? The redhead observed with a tinge of sisterhood in her tone. She wears it like a red-gold crown. The Troika remained in the hall for an additional hour, slowly moving from painting to painting. The neophytes asking questions and receiving the best of answers from the knowledgeable femme fatale. One by one, each portrait was analyzed and interpreted in a serene manner, never too melodramatic. Elizabeth Tudor was a great admirer and follower of fashion, and a trendsetter. 
she had a substantial influence on the fashion of the English Renaissance and encouraged her courtiers to dress well. Firebird walked to the next painting as if a camera followed her every step under the glare of an ever-present roving spotlight. Every time the redhead moved, her curves took center stage, but Wade always ignored the show, to Julia's amazement. While in private, the Irish B.R. resumed, the Queen preferred to wear plain gowns and would reputedly wear the same simple gown for several days. When in public, she dressed to impress. Clothes were an important status symbol at her court, and a person had to dress in accordance with their social station. It was thus normal that the monarch dressed more magnificently than anyone else. No one was allowed to rival Elizabeth's appearance. No one. An unfortunate lady-in-waiting was once admonished for wearing a dress that was too extravagant. The queen's maids were meant to compliment their sovereign's appearance, not to outshine her. Elizabeth drove home this point when she famously stated, There is but one sun in this universe. Julia saw a hint of a thin smile escaping Firebird's full lips, suggesting the redhead delighted in this royal quote. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.